All right. So this year is the new year. We are in officially in 2023 at the release of this show. And I want to see if we can start making it the your best year today. We're going to talk about that, setting goals, and, and all that good stuff this week on episode 161 of The Relaxed Mail. This is The Relaxed Mail, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. I'm your host, Brian. I am a certified men's life coach and I want to thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to come in and listen and learn and grow from what this podcast is is helping men to to learn to grow and to to develop and so that these men who are here in this can become the men society needs the men that their children need the men that they need themselves to be and we're doing that by getting rid of the nice guy and ensuring that those nice guys don't become jerks because nice guys and jerks they're two sides of the same moron. And so we want to make sure that neither one of those sides, the other guys come up. They, well, I, want, I help men to become better men. I help men become the, the action oriented masculine man that they know lies deep down inside. You hear men talk about and make all sorts of excuses. And that's because they are afraid of what, a real man actually has to do. And I want to help these men stop doing that and start actually taking steps to become a great man. This week, we're talking about the best year in your life. We're going to see if we can take 2023 and turn it into just a year. Because I'm sure if you look back on 2022, it was just a year. Probably even struggled because inflation really just, you know, just got up there and just kicked you right in the nuts. 2021, eh, wasn't all that wonderful. And 2020, we all know just sucked a big old, big old green one. And I want to help you to change your view of what the years are. We've all said, ah, well, that was just a, 2021 was, was a practice run and 2022, oh, that was just a practice run. Well, let's stop practice running and let's actually start running and let's start actually going in, getting into the race and running our hearts off out and see if we can actually make our goals come true. Because sadly, most of the time I am included when we start trying to avoid our goals, that's when we get into trouble. We make a goal. We make a wonderful, beautiful goal. We know we can attain it. And then we work on it for two weeks and yeah, it just uh, kind of up and disappears. Why? Well, that's what we want to avoid is that why? Because all of a sudden we stop and we decide, you know what? That's all right. Well, we gave it a swing and that's now my excuse is to not try anymore. And so we're going to get rid of that excuse this year. We're going to get rid of all the uh, all the lies, all the stories that we want to tell ourselves. And we're going to start getting really deep into the nitty-gritty of our thoughts. This coming year, 2023, we're going to start looking 
I'm going to start actually going out and I'm helping the guys who are going through a divorce. So you're going to hear me talking a lot more about divorce. I talked about this earlier a couple episodes ago. And this is for the guys who have gone through that divorce or going through that divorce. This, these steps that I'm about to give you on how to have a, your best year. Even if you got handed just yesterday, the, I, the wife handed you the divorce papers. You can still make 2023 your best year. And we're going to explain how you do that. I'm going to go through. We're going to break it down. We're going to look at it. We're going to see what options are out there, how to actually start planning, start making making the steps needed so that you can actually get out into the into the world and live your life to the fullest. You actually only need three tools to have the best year ever. Those those three particular tools are a notebook, some pens, and you need the determination that it, you're going to complete whatever it is that you wanted to get done. And that is where the the problem comes in is because we don't have the determination. Now, what, what do you want to call the determination? That could be uh, Simon Sinek often refers to it as your why. But you, you need to have that. You need to know why, why are you determining, to, why you want to get whatever it is done, done. So make sure you have at least those three things. You want a notebook, some pens, and because you're not going to just write one thing, you're going to be writing multiple times. You're going to be writing at, at all times of the day. You may decide, Hey, I need to have. You know, why am I not getting something done? And you're going to need to grab a piece of paper from uh, a page on your, on your notebook and commence to actually writing down what's not working. Why is it not working? How do we get this to start working? You're going to start doing things like review plans. You're going to make plans. You're going to break those plans down into sizable chunks. And then when you get those sizable chunks all laid out, you're going to actually go through and do the hardest thing possible. And that's actually taking the first step. And you're going to execute. And then when you're finished, when you think you're just getting started, you're then going to actually go through and review. Those are it. That's, that's the it. That's the, the rules and the steps to your best plan all laid out right there. You get notebook, pens, make sure you know your why, plan, 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 execute, review. That's that simple. It really is. It's that simple to you. All you have to do is actually Commit to it, which is where so many people fail. So many people have an issue of being able to do what they want, what they say. So many of us want to say, Oh yeah, I got it done. I can get it done. No problem. And then you work on it for a week. I'm going to get myself. I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. I'm going to lose 50 pounds this, this year. And you lose five. You go to the gym every day for the first week and a half, two weeks, and then, oh, it's, you know, you miss a day, and then you miss two days, and you miss three days, and then you miss four days, and then you miss seven days, and then, you know, you're weeks and weeks, and you miss seven weeks and eight weeks, and next thing you know, you've gotten, you know, 25 weeks in, and you're like, oh, well, I didn't I didn't hold on to that, that goal very well. All right, well, I'm going to enjoy my third slice of pizza. No, 
when you realize what you're doing wrong, that's when you need to get back on the, on the, on the horse. So let's get ourselves going. As I mentioned, tools needed. You need a notebook and some pens. This is essentially going to be a journal of a random thoughts, defined thoughts. You're going to be putting all your thoughts about your goal. So if you grab a notebook on the inside cover of the notebook, you're going to write down what your goal is. You can write down all your goals. You may have more than one. I don't recommend having more than maybe three. One is actually even better for right now because you're just learning how to hold your nose to the grindstone. All right. If you can actually do multiple goals, beautiful, awesome. Keep it up. Let's do those three, three goals at a time. Or you can, if you've got four goals that you want to do, do the four or five goals. I don't, I don't know how many you, you could choose however many goals you want, but I really recommend if you're a brand new to, trying to accomplish anything in your life, start with one goal at first. Then once you get that done, then, then go to the, the next, you know, the next option. So what do we want to do once we have our goal wrote down? Well, you want to actually start planning. And this is one reason why you want to start with just one, because when it comes to planning, you're, I want you to, to, Get as far out as, as possible. Get as detailed and and as close as you can, but also step back and see what it's like at one year down the road when you've actually accomplished this said goal. What is it like? What get, name everything about that? What ha, what does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? What is whatever your goal is. How do you feel about yourself? How do you act when you are actually at that goal? Describe all that. You want to make sure that you have a list and all the details of what it's like when you complete that goal. What is the plan of how do you get to that point? So once you are year out and you've described the, what the, what the success plan, um, what's your goal when you've completed it looks like. Step back, just a step. How did you get to that point? Step back again. How did you get to that point? And get smaller and smaller and smaller until you have got to where you are right now. So maybe losing 50 pounds. Well, what is that? How do you think you feel and all that? So how did you get to 50 pounds? Well, I was walking every day for an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Well, how'd you get to walking an hour and a half? Well, I started out by walking you know, an hour. And then before that, I was walking for 30 minutes. And before that, I was walking for 15 minutes. And before that, I was walking for as long as I could go for a couple of weeks. And that's, you know, that's what you're doing. You're starting with the goal in mind and retracing your steps to where you are. Once you've reached that, then you can start taking the steps forward. But what... When, as you're taking those steps forward, you want to be aware of what obstacles actually are going to get into your way. So the steps you're going to take to get to your goal, what are the obstacles you're going to face as you're going along the goal? As you're going along the path, what are you, what problems are you running into? 
Well, let's see. There's the wife's birthday party. We always go off and order a triple decker chocolate, chocolate, chocolate fudge awesome cake. And I always eat four pieces of that. Uh, we also go out and we party with some friends. Uh, there's a lot of alcohol. And um, um, yeah, then next day we're usually hungover, so we don't do anything. Well, you're going to need to know how to navigate that particular obstacle. Well, instead of having four slices, you're going to have one slice. Or you're going to have one slice, but you're only going to cut it in half, and you're only going to get half of that one slice. And you're going to be okay with that. And you may have to make it uh, make a uh, protocol system where you're, instead of every day you used to eating, you know, three helpings, maybe you have you cut it down to where I'm only having one helping. I'm walking 30 minutes a day, and I'm, you know, I'm only having one helping of whatever it is we end up uh, having. Anything left over is leftovers for the following day. And that's just what I have for lunch the next day and the next day until it's gone. You know, that's kind of something that I've done in the past. And I've actually had some decent luck with that. That's that being just the, just the plan, just the protocol. I was only going to have one helping. And I actually even gave myself kind of an out where it was, doesn't matter how big of a helping. But eventually I realized, oh, well, instead of having five scoops of, of tater tot casserole, I could have two scoops. And you know what? I was still pretty, I was full once I finished that and I could step away. So make your plan, no matter what it is, even if you're wanting to start up your own business, make a plan. Decide how are you going to make money off of your business? Knowing that whatever direction you take is not going to be the right path. Because what actually you're going to run into are our thoughts. And we're going to get a little deeper into that. But with your plan, as you're lining out your plan, you want to try to break it down into smaller and smaller and smaller chunks. Okay. So your plan being you want to lose a hundred pounds within the year. All right. Best way to start breaking that down is to use the, the smart goal technique. You know what the smart goal is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timely, specific. You want to, you don't want to have, I want to lose some weight this year. Well, that's kind of broad. Okay, because if you lose a pound, congratulations, you lost, you've, you've achieved your goal. But I have a feeling you want to lose more than just a pound. You can lose a half a pound and technically you're still correct. So what is your goal? Be specific. I want to lose 50 pounds. Measurable. Well, with 50 pounds, that's one of the, one of the big benefits of being specific is you can actually break it down into a manageable chunk. I want to lose 50 pounds. All right. I can go on and I can measure myself by checking my weight. Oh, look at that. I'm down one pound. I'm down two pounds. I'm down three pounds. I'm up two pounds. I'm down two pounds. I'm, you know, you, know, you can actually start charting your, your, your progress. And as long as you're able to chart your progress, you're doing great. And until you actually start measuring where you're going, you're not going to have 
any idea of whether you're at an advantage or at a disadvantage? Are you growing or are you shrinking? Another one is you want it to be attainable. I want to lose, say you maybe you're a 600 pound man and you want to lose 600 pounds in six months. I mean, okay, it is, it's, it's somewhat attainable, but it's not. What it means by attainable is another way to put it is, is it realistic? Can you actually reach the goal that you're wanting to reach? If you can reach that within the time that you've allotted, all right, sweet. It's attainable. But to sit there and say, I am going to have a $50 million business by this time next year. Okay. I'm not going to say that's a hundred percent not attainable, but I really, that's not very realistic. You might be able to get a hundred thousand dollar business going by this time next year. A hundred million. It is possible, but not very attainable. Next is relevant. So, um, if you're wanting to start a business and you're wanting, you're saying, I am going to become the number one astrophysicist in the world by this time next year. Yeah. Not seeing that really happening. One, I don't think it's very attainable. Two, you don't really have any knowledge in astrophysics. So you're probably, it's not very relevant to who you are. And the the final one is timely. Now, timely is putting a deadline. A goal is only a goal after you put a deadline to it. Before that, it's just a dream. So you can become specific. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. When? By this time next year. You now have a deadline. You know how much time you have until you have that 50 pounds shed off of your bones. And to do that, you then can work backwards. All right, I'm going to be losing 50 pounds. So that tells me I need to break my my weight loss up to being, you're going to have to have about a pound a week shed off your body to be able to make 50 pounds in a year. So and that, again, that shows why it's really kind of hard to be relevant or attainable if you're saying you're going to lose you know, 600 pounds in a year, because again, that you end up looking at that, that's 600 pounds divided by, let's see here. I haven't done the math yet. I'm too good looking for math. It's too, that becomes, you have to drop 11 pounds a week. Wow. That's a lot of freaking weight. You have to ditch each week. So we know that that's not, uh, that's not very attainable. Now, once you have your plan broke down where it's specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely, you've used, utilized that. Now you can actually start breaking it down even more. And I believe in the 12 week year, which is basically take, take your goal. Say you want to lose, let's say you want to lose a hundred pounds in a year. Break that up into four chunks of 25 pounds within a 12 week period. So 12 weeks, three months. So to, to be able to do that, that's again, you wouldn't end up having, you know, a hundred pounds divided by four. That's what becomes 25 pounds a, a, a quarter. Divide that up by 12 
tells me that you have to do two pounds a week. So that lets you know, are you ahead of the schedule or are you behind the schedule? Are you, where are you at? You can actually make a lot of this stuff a lot more chewable. I mean, they, they say the best, how, what's the best way to eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Because you're taking a full year's worth of goal, one long goal, and you're breaking it into four smaller, more manageable bites. Those four small, manageable bites, you're actually breaking those up into four, uh, or breaking those up into 12 mini goals for that 12 week period. Those mini goals are what you get to focus in on each week. So it takes the smart goal strategy and applies essentially what uh, what you would call uh be a mini the micro habit like uh oh James Clear's uh atomic habits you're applying just little bitty works of uh little bitty applications to get a great big application you're doing the compounding interest type uh work so that you're doing that 1%. You're doing 1% more than other people. That's going to get you so much further down the, the road than if you just sit there and you try for three weeks and give up. Two goals or two pounds a, a week is a lot more, sounds a lot more attainable than a hundred goals in a year or a hundred pounds in a year. My words mixed up. So this helps keep your mind in a range where it's like, oh, okay, I've just got to do a one week job on getting two pounds lost. Rinse and repeat. Let's do that every, every time, every week, once a week. We're doing this. You look at you, look at what you have for that week and you decide, you know what? I can, I can do this. I've got this down pat. Let's, let's do this again. Rinse and repeat. Oh, we've got a birthday coming up. Well, I know I can eat half a birthday cake and I'm okay. I've had. I've had, you know, nine weeks of practice so far. I can get the, uh, I can get this taken care of. We're good. Once you've gotten finished planning and you've got your, your smart goal broke down into 12, 12 week segments, then we get to the hard part. And the hard part is actually stepping off the cliff, taking that big leap off the cliff and actually putting our, our, putting the money where our mouth is. Because this is where the work really kicks in. It's easy to talk. We're, we can be all talk and, and, and no action. But to actually be able to succeed, you've got to work on your, on your walk. You got to walk the walk instead of just, just flapping your lips, man. And to be able to do that, you have to execute. You have to take the steps to get what you're wanting done. Take the step. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat, and you're going to fail. And that's one of the biggest problems that so many of us men have is once we fail, we're like, oh, well, this ain't worth it. Let's, let's quit this and let's find something else to do because this isn't going to work, man. It's not going to work at all. Says who? It's not going to work for the sheer fact that we have decided that, hey, it's not going to work. But if we get up and we get moving and we start trying to do it again. So if we, instead of taking our one year and starting at New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, New Year's Day, <laughs> let's try that again with New Year's Day and say we make it three weeks and we fall off. 
Okay. So what do we do? Do we say, oh, well, that was a good try? No, you get back up. You try again. Are you going to make a hundred pounds in, in a year? Good chance not, but you're probably going to be making, you're going to be real close to 85, 90 pounds as opposed to still being a hundred pounds overweight, which is better being 80 pounds lighter or staying a hundred pounds heavy at the moment when you're wanting to give up. It actually sounds easier to just stay a hundred pounds heavier because you got to remember our brain is a do not get killed device. It loves to stay in one spot. If it can remain on the couch watching television and if we can have food just brought to us, beautiful. We don't have to do anything because all our brain is after is to make sure that it seeks pleasure. It avoids pain. And remains as efficient as possible. And if we can remain in habit form, by gosh, we're right there. But to get out and to start doing something new, to get out of your old habits, to change who you are and to become a different man, you're taking that seeking pleasure, you're throwing it out the window because trying something new and failing is not pleasant. But you're also avoiding pain. Well, you're going to fail and failing is is going to cause thoughts that are not pleasant. Not pleasant to the brain means it's going to be painful. And if it's painful, oh my gosh, why are you wanting to put yourself through so much agony? All because you said you were going to lose a hundred pounds and you only lost, you know, half a pound so far. That's those weird things that happen. Those those weird thoughts that we want to have. And then on the end, because we are learning a new skill, Our brain is in learning mode. Learning mode is not efficient at all. It burns so much more energy trying to learn. It's like trying to learn to write with your left hand. That's why it's so weird and awkward and uncomfortable to learn to write with your left hand because your brain is really having to focus in on what's going on instead of just going and letting the the hippocampus, the habit center of our brain, to write our name out with our right hand, with our dominant hand. Now we're going to our submissive hand and looking like we're a first grader because we're, our muscle memory for first grade movements is not the same with our dominant hand as what, as what it is with our, our weaker hand. So it is going to be messy. And you have to be okay with that. The biggest struggle that you're actually going to have isn't getting out there and doing the, doing whatever it is you want to do. Our actual biggest problem is going to be getting out there and facing the thoughts that we're going to have. Because we're going to question ourselves. Are we really needing to do this? Is this something we really got to do? I mean, is this really, really, really necessary? Or is this something that we just want to do ourselves or do something, something we want to do on a whim? And we're going to try to talk ourselves out of it. And those thoughts that we have about trying to get ourselves to talk out, try to talk ourselves out of it are going to win unless we pay attention to what our thoughts are. And so we have to start becoming very intentional about what we think. And when we start seeing that we're thinking crappy thoughts, inefficient thoughts, thinking thoughts that are to hold us back and to keep us playing small, we have to decide, you know what? I really don't care to think that anymore. And it'll teach ourselves how to take that, take that thought, 
set it off to the side and decide, you know what? We're going to stop thinking that. Instead, we're going to think this. We're going to think X, Y, and or Z. As opposed to, it's better to sit on the couch. We're going to change our thoughts to, it's better to go for a walk. That third helping of pie sounds really good. That third helping of pie sounds like agony. And if you can actually have a good change uh, change in your thoughts and you can pay attention to what your thoughts are, you will actually make it to a, to a completely different level, a level that a lot of your friends just wish they were able to make it. No matter what it is, these, these thought, uh, these steps work on every goal because the last thing you still have to do is you have to review. So at the end of the week, you're sitting down, you're going, all right, so how did I do? Well, I weighed myself and I lost half a pound. I am a pound and a half behind schedule for this week. Why? And you have to look. Well, I look back through the pages and say, oh, well, I Monday I I drove to uh, two and a half hours to uh, to whatever. All right. What could you have done instead of that? Well, no, you had to go to, you had to drive for two and a half hours. So that's that there, you can't avoid that. But when I got there while I was at the conference or whatever, I could have been up walking around back and forth and listening to what everybody was saying and still got my steps in, still got my mile and a half, two miles, walk for the 15, 20, 30, 50 minutes, whatever, however long you think you need to walk, you could have still gotten it in there. And then they had, you know, they had cupcakes or donuts there and you just, you ended up grabbing four donuts the whole, through the, through the day. Well, you, you didn't even need the one that you could have, you could have allotted yourself. So you want to look back and see what happened. What are the results? Look at those results and ask yourself these three questions. What worked? What didn't work? What needs to be changed? Every time you have a result, you look, what worked on that? What didn't, cause something may have worked a bit. It may be that you changed a thought that works really well for you, but the rest of the rest of the, uh, the plan didn't carry through. So what worked? What didn't work? What needs to be changed? Review those every week. Every time you get around to, uh, to start up a new week, know what your goal is. When you make it to that goal, sit back. And review, review, and review, and review what worked, what didn't work, what needs to be changed. If you're wanting to set, if you're wanting to start doing uh, more writing, maybe you want to do a blog. If you're writing a blog and you want to increase your your viewers or your readers, you may have to try one thing. All right, well that didn't work. Let's try a listicle. Okay, that didn't work. All right, well let's try. Uh, going from at this point of view, Hey, that one worked. All right. So what worked? What didn't work? What needs to be changed? Do you need to write once a week? Five times a week? Do you need to write a 1500 word, uh, post or do you need to write a 300 word post? We know what we want. We want to do one time a week, 300 words and call it good. But is that really going to work? I don't know. It might work for yours. Mine? It doesn't. I, I actually do three posts a week. I do a Monday post, a Wednesday post, and then a, a, the Thursday post. And if I really wanted to, I could probably even stick a couple more posts on Tuesday and, and Friday 
and just make it a week long post session. And if I really wanted to get after it, I could probably even do it. If I could get two posts a day, I bet you the audience would grow even more. Am I doing two posts a day? No, no, I don't see myself capable of doing that. Will I see myself capable? Possibly, but who knows? Don't know. But we'll have to, that's something for down the road. I am not interested in doing two posts a day, five days a week. Just not gonna, (laughs) just not gonna happen. But can you write a, a blog post every week? And if it's not giving the results you want, maybe it's the style of post that you're, that's not working. Maybe instead of doing a blog post, maybe it's a podcast you want to try. Maybe it's not a podcast. Maybe you want to do YouTube videos. Who knows? Just create, start creating content and find out. Until you start actually doing stuff, you're not going to know. You can assume that walking 15 minutes a day, every day for the, for the next year, will allow you to lose the weight. You might find out instead of walking 15 minutes, you need to walk three hours a day. And then you have to really decide, okay, well, that's a lot of time. So, and I don't have that much time. So how else can I limit the amount of calories I have in my system? Well, if you know you're burning off three hours worth of calories uh, each day, and that's not enough, then you know, maybe walking an hour and a half and eating half as many calories is what you need to do. Well, I'm going to be hungry. Are you really? Are you really going to be hungry? And that, those little, that little thought that I just threw in there, that little question, well, am I going to be hungry? That is just a thought. That is your brain kicking in, trying to make sure that you don't do something stupid. If you can keep your brain from doing something stupid, you well, your brain believes that will be you living longer. So you have to try. You have to experiment. And that is the, the key to any type of adventure, any type of goal that you're doing. It is a trial and error. It is scientific method. And I don't mean the current way that scientists are doing stuff where they just, they put out a, a theory and they go, well, and that's the theory. That's fact. They are, we go, no. That's not, that is not scientific method. And that is one of the biggest arguments that I will always have. Like when it comes to like global warming, they are deeming, you know, global warming to be, uh, to be fact. And it's a theory. They're deeming evolution to be, be a fact. Yeah. There's a lot of very compelling issues or compelling points in evolution, but we don't know for a fact. We have a really good idea that maybe men men came from an offshoot of monkeys, but don't know for a hundred percent. And you won't know. Is the world warming because of, because of man? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, what about after the, after the last ice age? Is that warming because of man or is that warming because, you know, because it was just warming? What's the difference between now and then? There's a lot of different thoughts, a lot of different issues. And I'm not meaning to go into a global warming, you know, religious green 
discussion. It's just, you know, that so many people want to take the theories of global warming and apply it as if it is fact, hard nosed fact. And it's not. It is a theory. And they take, people take what, uh, you know, all the, the COVID-19 crap that went on and wanted to deem that it is scientific fact. And it's honestly, it's not, it's all theory. That's one reason why I have such a hard time with psychologists and psychiatrists because they deem stuff to be fact. And no, it's just a theory. You really, we really have no idea how the brain works. We have no idea. Then there's no way that we can actually ever form it because every brain is completely different. We can look at the exact same circumstance and have completely different results from it. We can look at a circumstance, say the, uh, the same movie. We both watched the exact same movie at the exact same time in the exact same theater with sitting side by side. And you and me can walk out of there and have vastly different opinions of what that movie was. And it's not because the circumstance was the movie was good or bad. The circumstance is that we watched a movie. Whether it's good or bad is all based upon our thoughts. That's why you want to make sure you review. Why you keep going. Because it is you trying something. You failing. You figuring out where you failed. Get back up. Try it again. Try Fail. Get back up. Try again. Fail. Get up. Try again. Fail. Get up. Try again. Holy smokes, I succeeded. How did that happen? Well, let's look. Start looking to see what what worked on that one as opposed to the others. Because every time you fail and you get back up and you try again, you're tweaking one small thing. Not 30 things, one small thing. Try one small change. Go at it again. Oh, that didn't work. All right. Well, let's try this. Oh, it didn't work. Okay. All right. Well, what happens if we change our font colors to Comic Sans and it's a bright yellow against a, a, a black background? Holy smokes. We got more people. Why? What, what did, what was that? Why did the, you know, we won't really know until we try stuff out. So if you want help. Figuring out how to achieve your goal and you want to be able to achieve a specific goal this year, reach out to me. I've got a link at the bottom of the show notes says schedule today. Hit that link. It'll take you over to my scheduler and you can set up a time for a, for a consolation, a consultation, consolation. It's a consolation prize. (laughs) It's a consultation call. And what we will do is we'll see how well of a fit am I going to be for you? And how well of a fit are you going to be for me? Are we going to work together good? Because if we are awesome, we can make incredible things happen. If you are somebody who's like, Ah, I just, I really don't believe any of this stuff works. I don't really think coaching is going to be the thing for me. Then you were probably not the best for each other right yet. Or maybe you're just starting your, your self improvement journey and you're really just trying to figure out what, what works and what doesn't. And you, you've heard coaching works, but you just don't see how in the world talking to somebody is going to work is going to help you become a better person. And yeah, I get it. That's going to be something hard for you to be able to swallow. So that's where I would recommend you just kind of start, keep hanging around, listening to the podcast, reading the blog posts. 
And you're, you will find some, either I start really sink, clicking and sinking and copacetic because uh, <laughs> I'm using about 15 different words. That I really am, have no meaning for what I'm wanting to use them for. You'll start agreeing with what I say, or you'll start uh, really disagreeing with what I'm saying. And that either way, that is beautiful. That is awesome. You now know I am either for you or I'm not for you. And if I'm not for you, I wish you the best, man. Go find your, go find your tribe. And maybe you need to just listen to what I have to say a little bit longer. I have a, there's a, a podcast that I've been listening to for, for years. And recently I've just really have started to veer away from him. I don't buy what he's saying nearly as much. It's not resonating with me like it used to. And that's because I have grown to a different place and he has grown to a different place. And we both have grown. We both have become, you know, successful in our own means, but he's in a different spot. I'm in a different spot. And I used to turn to him for advice and he now it doesn't really provide that advice, the, the needed advice for me anymore. And that's good. I'm I'm not going to be using him as a coach anytime soon, but that's all right. He isn't my coach. He is a whole bunch of other people's coaches, same as I am a whole bunch of y'all's coaches. And so it's going through and doing a consult is a great thing. So if you if you want to get help, you want to have a coach. Go to schedule today. It doesn't cost anything. It's, it's a, it's a free consult call. We just sit down and we figure out, are we going to mesh? If we're not beautiful, all right, man, you can still, I'm not going to kick you out of my, out of my community. We're just not, you know, I'm just not going to be your coach. Now, five years down the road, who knows? Maybe all of a sudden you're going, dude, I really need to have him talk to me. And so you start having me as your coach. And that's amazing. But at the moment you're not, and that's good. That's cool. So if you are interested in having me as a coach, you want to start the year off on a, on a note that is going to guarantee that you're nothing more than, you know, a a man, a well above what your friends think you are. If you want to be nothing more than the best around then come see me, come hit me up, come talk to me. And well, let's see what we can do and see how we can get to, uh, get to that particular goal that you want to do. Now, if you are listening to the show and you've liked it, awesome, great hit that subscribe follow button. And this will be delivered to your show, to your phone, to your iPad, to whatever your listening, uh, application of choice. And, then I would like, and if it, this particular episode or another episode you hear resonates with you, share it out. Click that share button because all the podcast platforms have a share button. Hit that share button, share it onto Facebook, share it onto Twitter, take a screenshot, post it up onto, onto Instagram. Maybe you're on Truth Social, share it on Truth Social. It doesn't matter where you want to share it. 
just share it and let your the guys in your community know that, hey, there's this podcast out there that is changing men's lives. And that's the that's all you have to do. That's probably the easiest way you could support the show is just share it out. Let's see if we can get more and more men to show up and start listening to the relaxed male so we can actually change these men's life so that they become incredible men, the men that their families need, men's that their children need, the men that their businesses need. So guys, with that, I want to thank you again for listening. Y'all have an incredible rest of the week. Until then, bye.